Oh, hello, and welcome to Quantum of Misses, the James Bond podcast that experiences 007 the old-fashioned way, in a random order designed to mirror the whims of the ITV schedulers in the 80s and 90s. I'm Christopher, and this is The Misses. Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. So did die another day, get better or get worse? I love this film. Do you? Yeah, it might be because I haven't seen it before. I'm from 2002. Um, or because I just there was a there was a lot of narrative going on, a lot a lot of twists and not quite sure who people are and what they do and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't foresee the big twist. Which big twist? The who Diamond Man is. Oh, Gustav Graves is. Thank you. Yes. That Gustav Graves is Moon. Spoilers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the first twist, of course, in the bit that we watched. I so nailed years, it. You did. You were right, Lovejoy. <laughs> you were right. Uh, it was a training exercise in their new virtual reality training system, which led us into the Q scene. Well, I... I just have to rank my cues. <laughs> rank your cues, and your cues are ranked as the oldest cue is the best of all. Desmond Llewellyn. The newest cool cue is then better than John, John Cleese. Oh, you were looking forward to John Cleese as well. I mean, he wasn't bad. I did quite like the fact that he did took no nonsense and just carried on mm-hmm. when Bond was fucking about. But um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So he, um, first of all, took Bond to his new lab, or his underground lab, where there were all the old relics. Did you have a bit of a nostalgic moment with that? Did you not recognise anything that was in there? Well, there was the backpack thing. They have a a jetpack. Sean Connery Mm -hmm. had used. Um, The crocodile. I I didn't notice that, no. Well, the... The Tashi case is quite famous, but we haven't seen that film yet, so... Okay. Um, but he showed him his gadget, which was a ring that breaks glass. That was glass. pretty cool. Yeah, but... but well, okay, fine. Um, not the br- And then he showed him... One of these days, I'd just like him to get a gadget he doesn't use in that same film. <laughs> Comes out in the film later on. Well, what I thought about that was, oh, you've still got all these old gadgets. Well, that's good because some of them would be really handy on these missions, like that dart thing from Moonraker. Can I have that again? That that would be really good. Um, although that said, he does of course use a gadget from a previous Bond film later on. Is what? No, the um, breathing device from Thunderball. Oh yes. Uh, but then Q took him to the first. Of this film's great problems. The invisible car? The invisible car. A step too far. Yes. I think so. I've written down in my notes. I think so. And if you think about it, what he said it does does, doesn't even work. I know this has been gone over many times um, in other places, but he said that it. they have tiny cameras that project on the other side of the car what this side of the car is seeing. Mm. Which is fine... For the body of the car. But what about the windows? What do you mean? Well, you can't have tiny screens on the windows, otherwise you wouldn't be able to see out of them. They're tiny invisible screens. One-way glass screen things. Screens that, you, screens that you can't see? Yeah. You can project onto something that you can't see. That's not, that's not possible. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, so, the invisible car. 
And then we get another twist, which is that Miranda Frost is actually an MI6 agent. Dun-dun-dun! Who is sent to... Well, she's been looking at Gustav Graves and she hasn't turned up much. Um, so M is going to assign 007 to this mission, which she doesn't seem very happy about old Miranda. No. But M says, you've got record for um, not fraternising. It will she, be your greatest test. And she says, you can keep James Bond. Famous last words. It was almost destined from that point that they would definitely but be shagging. one thing I would say about the way they did that is, it, it was a way to convey the she doesn't want to sleep with him message mm-hmm. without any kind of actual showing her fighting him off or anything like that. So at least that's a better way of doing it. What do you think? Um, so that when it does come to the inevitable scene of, oh, I'm going to give in to you, mm-hmm. it, you know the reluctance without having to, with it being more like she's changed her mind rather than he's changed her mind. What do you think? Yeah. You think she changed her mind in this case? Yeah. Right. Okay. She was kind of protesting all the way into the bed, I have to say. I think. I don't think so. She undressed herself. Well, that was to keep up the cover. That was for professional Mm. reasons. No, I don't think so. Mm. Okay. But off they go to Iceland. Yes. Where we meet... The somewhat prosaically named Mr. Kill. And he, sa- he says that's a name to die for. A name to die for, yeah, because this film is just full of wit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Graves is trying to break some sort of land speed record with the help of his uh, German <laughs> sidekick, Vlad. Certainly Eastern of some description, uh-huh. uh, Vlad. I- I've kind of lost track. Who do they think Bond is? Why Why does Bond get an invite to this party? I mean, it turns out that Graves Moon knows who Bond is, so does Miranda Frost, uh, but Bond doesn't know that he knows that, so they must have some sort of cover. cover. What was his cover? Wait, he just turned up at the fencing club as a known person to Madonna. Mm. Anyway. Um, and who else is there but Jinx? Jinx. Mm-hmm. Nothing to say about that? No. Okay. Uh, and then we see the Dream Machine. That, have we seen the Dream Machine before in Cuba? No. Yes, we had. What's the Dream Machine? Oh, the sort of face mask. Oh, thing. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we saw it certainly on the island, yeah. Yeah, and Zhao. And that's when we learned that Gustav Graves is... The man from Moon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anything to say about the scene between Zhao and Moon? Any? Sexual tension. You didn't pick up on any of that? Oh, yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. All right. Though I would quite like to pause a minute and discuss the ice castle. Oh, yes, the ice palace. Uh Uh-huh, yes. It's pretty cool. Uh Uh-huh. With, like, proper ice working doors and Mm -hmm. shit, not just tables and that. Yeah. It was real as well. What do you mean? They built it in Iceland. They built it out of ice in Iceland. But you can't... You can't have doors made out of ice and it work. Well, maybe in your limited philosophy you can't. But it was on the film. Anyway, carry on. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, we are then introduced to Icarus. The big mirror in the sky. The great big mirror in the sky. Purely to create sunlight to grow vegetables. 
Yes. Purely for philanthropic reasons. Mm-hmm. What would happen, you're a scientist, if there was suddenly another sun in the sky? Global warming. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Would it be basically catastrophic? Yeah. I thought it might be. But, to be honest, it's it, it's more projecting the sun, the existing sun energy, mm-hmm. in two places, not extra energy. What was that? Do you think that was the idea? I don't know, but I, I still think it would be catastrophic. Right. Okay, and he's also got a glove that he uses to control it. Fancy glove. Yes, which is a bit Marvel's, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit superhero-y. Yeah. yeah. Um, then Bond goes for a little look about and draws attention to himself, and Miranda Frost saves him from capture by pretending to get off with him, mm-hmm. and then by actually getting off with him. Mm. So it's really taken... But what she told him very seriously there about how she wasn't going to get involved. Yeah, and he really worked hard for it as well. Do you think he did? No. Would you go with Pierce Brosnan in 2002, Fiona? Yes. <laughs> he is Bond. Oh, I see. But yes, I know I would anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, at the same time, Jinx is also breaking into Gustav Graves's uh, Eden Project, sorry, uh, <laughs> Living Quarters and Diamond Mine. Uh, she gets caught. And tortured, and knocked out, and... Just then, fucking kill her. Well, yeah, and they... Oh, he's going to kill her. Zow, Zow's got the right idea. I'm going to kill her now. And Mr. Kill says, no, 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 no. Let's use the lasers. What we call lasers. And if you've got a laser, rather than just shoot it at the person, shoot it near the person, get slowly closer and closer and closer and closer. <laughs> well, that is a callback to Goldfinger. Yes. So... And then we get the callback Thunderbolt when Bond uses the rebreather to get in. Yeah, the singles these times. Oh, you're right. Sorry. That is a callback to Goldfinger. Then we get the throwback to Thunderbolt. Thunder. Thunderbolt. It was always a difficult one to (laughs) to remember how the tune went, wasn't it? Um, Then the lasers go crazy. And they fight amongst them. Yeah. Yes. Why would you have that setting? Why would you have those lasers at all, given that the diamond mine isn't really there? Why would they need to be working lasers? To torture people. Do you think he does a lot of torturing? Yeah. He's the type. Um, and they, although I have to say it is quite good when Mr. Kill gets shot through the head with the laser. In the back of his and head. And then out through his mouth. Out through his mouth. Ooh. That was pretty good. Then we discover that Jinx is from the American National Security Authority. Mm-hmm. Is that what NSA stands for? Um, and she goes to get help. And Bond tells her, go and save Miranda before you get any other help. Uh, he then goes to see Moon slash Graves. Because he realises who he is now. Mm-hmm. How does he suddenly do Oh, because she says that um, Zhao is here. And then he yes. realises who he, he is. But that he hadn't. But he somehow knows that Zhao didn't take the machine from Cuba, so he realises it must be somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Graves tells him that he modelled him modelled his new personality on him on Bond, <laughs> which is quite good because it's like yeah, that kind of is what you're like. Yeah. Bond. You're an insufferable little shit <laughs> in your own way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is also a bit that I like because Bond is wearing a warm Gansey. <laughs> Very, very, very sensible, Bond, as befits a man of your advancing years <laughs> in this film. Uh, and how old is he in this film? I don't know. How old was Pierce Brosnan in this film? 
mid forties, maybe late forties. Yeah. Nothing wrong with big forty. No, but as we said yesterday, I said uh, in the previous cast, I always get it wrong. I said in the previous podcast, this is the point where it's like, yeah, you're a bit too. Old How old's Daniel Craig? Oh, he's old. He's now. I think he's now the oldest Bond. So, but he's not too old, is he? Yeah. Well, let's see him when we see Bond Silver Nemesis twenty five. Well, how old was Craig when he did his first Bond? Oh, I don't. I'm not blooming. Not Wikipedia. <laughs> but like, he he was older than Brosnan is now. No. Oh. <laughs> how could Daniel Craig, younger than Pierce Brosnan, be older than Brosnan is now? No. Twelve years ago. Oh, you said he was the oldest. No, he is now. He will now be the oldest Bond, I think. Yeah, but I he think. was younger when he started. Yeah, it. yeah. I think he was sort of. I think he might have been forty when he started. No, that I can't be right. Much. That can't. No, maybe he's. Oh, I think he's now the longest running Bond, okay. but he's not the oldest Bond. But I think Roger Moore was still the oldest Bond. So, and then um, Frost turns up. Yes. Turns the gun and gun and Bond and oh. dun, 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 double agent. You didn't see that coming. No. Oh. Well, and neither did Bond from the look of his face. No, even though that was exactly what happened in the last film was what <laughs> happened as well. Um, but this also makes you reflect that the shagging element mm-hmm. was, again, her just using him rather yes. than... She him. was keeping up her other cover. Uh, but um, I just... There's an element of girl power to this whole thing. Oh, Okay. All right, you like that. I like the fact that I kind of like, I kind of believe her reason for being turned was that he'd managed to fix it so she got the gold medal in the Olympics. Ah, I hadn't. So she was just basically entirely vain. Yeah. Which is far more believable than, you know, oh, I really believe in this cause or that cause. Yeah. Or all that kind of thing. Um, and then <laughs> uh, Zhao says he Punches Bond in the stomach and says, how's that for a punchline? And to be frank, the the witticisms in this film are so bad that I, you kind of feel like cheating. It's like, that's actually quite good. Yeah. That's one of the best ones. <laughs> He's pretty, been pretty insufferable, Bond, in his, in his gags, I yeah. think, in this one. Um, so then what happens? Bond ends up. Well, he uses the ring to escape on the floor, yes. doesn't he? Uh, Which, yeah, that was quite good. I didn't expect that. And Graves starts to use Icarus as a weapon when Bond tries to get away in the land speeder. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Bond's hanging off a cliff mm-hmm. that is being cut in half and falls into the sea, but he manages to fashion a kite surfing board and a parachute mm-hmm. to kite surf over the worst CGI I've ever seen. <laughs> It is I, bad, isn't it, it? It is bad, but I'm not sure. And I think the problem is, so I think some of it actually looks worse than it is. Because something about the way that they treated the picture or treated the film makes things that you're like, that was real, but somehow it looked like yeah. you were in front of a green screen. <laughs> um, so there's something about that, that, that. Yes, it makes the CGI look even worse yeah. um, than, than than it was. Yeah. He then steals a skidoo. I quite like how he stole the skidoo. Yes, though it was a bit of a quinky dink that he managed to put the um, the trap across the part the part that a man happened to be passing. At exactly the right height. Because he was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was similar to how his car in Tomorrow Never Dies, the um, wire cutter lifted up to just the right height. Mm. He's got. He's, he's, oh, we missed a, a bit. Skill of his. 
where the um the baddies go and visit Jinx and unnecessarily mm-hmm. info dump and then leave. <laughs> I mean, tell her what they're about to do. Yeah, tell her that Bond is dead and that they're going to drown her and then leave. There was no need to do that. <laughs> they could just have let her drown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You are correct. Uh, we then have the invisible car chase. Well, the car chase in... No. Where are we? Oh, yeah, so mm-hmm. he pulls his car out of just outside the baddie's house. And then... But, unfortunately, Skidoo trips over it. Mm-hmm. That's and, revealing it. Yes, and then Zhao goes, man the guards, or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a yeah, kind of chase. Car chase is quite good, I think. What, down the ice house as it's melting? Well, even before that, I like that he uses the ejector seat to turn the car back over. Uh, And when they go into the ice palace as well. Yeah, I think think that's quite a good bit as well. Yeah, the the car chase. Meanwhile, Icarus is being used to destroy the ice palace and drown Jinx. Uh Um, Then Zao gets killed by a chandelier. That's a bit brutal. It was a bit brutal, wasn't it? It does make you think. They are just leaving that house to melt. Uh Mm-hmm. even though some things aren't made of ice. Yes, like the... Chandeliers. Aye, and the um, bedspread. Bedspread. You think some of these valuable things, uh-huh. they would have got movers in first. <laughs> movers? <laughs> Doing... <laughs> How, where, where? No, no, we're going to have to <laughs> revise our rest of it now. Is that north of the river? <laughs> uh, Bond then rescues Jinx, again using the, the ring car, the, the ring... Glass shatter thing. Um, and Jinx is nearly dead, but then Bond revives her and she's immediately back into a snappy sassy chat snappy, sassy between chat. the two of them. Uh, and they are sent. At that point, when he's worried that she's dead, uh-huh. he does seem generally to care about her. Yeah. And considering they've only really had two conversations, that's quite impressive. Two conversations that aren't really, really conversations, mm. we're just sort of shouting things at each other. And shagging. And shagging. He, I think he's probably, by this stage in Bond's life, he probably sets a lot of store by shagging. <laughs> close as he gets to an actual human relationship. Um, so they're then sent to North Korea to the airbase to get uh, Moon slash Graves. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, and I like the fact that the NSA's best agent is Jinx. I mean, she is a kick-ass girl. Okay, you like Jinx. I like Jinx. So you would have liked a spin-off series of Jinx films. I would have, yes. Yeah, well, shame this film was universally panned and therefore they, that never happened. Um, they get there in their little solo glider type things. That's pretty cool. They were pretty good. I wonder if they were real. Probably not. We'd have heard about them again, wouldn't we? I don't know. Um, they then miss their shot at uh, Graves mm-hmm. because of a car driving in front of them, so they have to get onto the plane. Mm-hmm. Which is also quite exciting. Um, then, Icarus something, something, something. Oh, Icarus is cutting a path through the demilitarised zone. Oh, yes, to get the North Korean army the to mines. be able to walk, march into the south. And he reveals himself to his father. Yes. And then and immediately then, kills him. Yeah. To the shock of all the others. Mm-hmm. Then a hole develops in the fuselage of the plane, which I must confess, I wasn't quite sure how it happened. He shot. Who did? Uh, Bond sh- was shot a, a bullet at uh, Graves, Graves Moon. but the henchman 
caught his arm just in time, so ricocheted. He, well, he he pushed the the cat the pushed the arm to the side. Oh, so Bond's the shot, arm. Yeah, so the ah, shot actually went, went out through the side. And then everybody was sucked out like Goldfinger. <laughs> if you stand at the edge of the platform, you are in danger of being sucked off. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, at the mean, uh, meantime, we also have uh, Miranda versus Jinx. Right. 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 Well, what? Right. Right. So Bond is fighting Graves. Graves, yep. And is perfectly capable of fighting Graves without removing any of his clothing. <laughs> However, Bond, uh-huh. Jinx feels it necessary to strip down to a vest top in order to allow her to fight. Well, I think I think her thing was no. She did. She did that. I think Miranda slashed her combat fatigues. Miranda also got dressed down to fight. Well, she was just caught in her pajamas. Uh, some pretty fancy <laughs> pajamas. <laughs> but yes, I. It was completely unnecessary to have the women. The fight. women fight. Mm-hmm. Half clad. The worst thing is if you listen to the commentary on these on the DVDs. Mm-hmm. First of all. Pierce Brosnan is an absolute uh, textbook example of the commentary just telling you what you see. We have a bit of guilt of doing that. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but except we then speak a little bit about it. He'll mm. say, this is a, this is the Ice Palace now. This was in Iceland. It's like, yeah, I know. Come on. Although he does tell you that the sunglasses, I'm not sure if it's sunglasses he puts on at the beginning when he pretends to be the diamond oh, smuggler yeah. or other sunglasses that he wears in Havana are his own sunglasses. <laughs> fact. So in fact, great. But on the director's commentary, um, they pretty they actually say quite straightforwardly, we had to get the girls out of these combat fatigues because we had these lovely costumes for them to wear in a very Father Ted lovely girls competition uh, type way. It wasn't long ago to make that. It was a different time. It wasn't long enough ago. No, it was a different time, but well, it's not that time anymore. Thank goodness. Uh, but apart from that, apart from the um, but the fight was pretty good. Dress, yeah, their fight was pretty good. So was Bond's fight with um, Graves. Though slash I have, Moon. I have written again. Just kill Blonde. So at what mm-hmm. point was he? Could they have killed him and they left him? I'm not sure. I don't think there was really a point in that fight where they were. They gave him a chance. Or maybe I, I was thinking. No, I don't know. Or maybe when he was messing about with the parachutes. I'll just kill him now. Yeah, 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 that was it. Yeah. Um, and then the parachutes, and he says, prepare to meet destiny. And then Bond shoves him out and says, prepare to meet gravity. Prepare to face gravity, even though he wasn't facing gravity, he was facing a jet engine. Yeah, but he didn't know that. He made him an ooh face as well, Bond, at that. Ooh, nasty. Uh all this time, the plane, of course, is coming apart. Uh, but luckily, as you spotted, got a helicopter. On this plane. helicopter was in this plane, <laughs> um, and they escape in it after knocking out the cars. Uh, the fancy. Cars. I did. I did like it when they landed, mm-hmm. and then they saw this car sitting in a paddy field or something. Nose first, and these locals looking at it going, "What the." <laughs> What are they going to do with a Maserati? Do you remember that uh, that place in America where there's all the minis? Yeah. Is it minis? Well, one was Volkswagen Beetles and one was Cadillacs. Ah, that was it. Mm-hmm. It reminded me a bit of that. Okay. Yeah, it was a bit like that. Um, 
they've they got the helicopter working. Hooray! Um, then we have Bond. Just at the last minute, who'd have thought? Oh, yeah. Then we have uh, Bond returns to MI6 mm-hmm. and seduces Miss Moneypenny. Oh, yes. Views? Well, I didn't think it was going to be real. Did you not? I thought it would be Miss Moneypenny daydreaming, but it was a bit, it was a tad worse than that. She was on the simulator. She was on the. She was simu- the government property. She was simulating herself on the simulator. <laughs> so yeah, I. Uh, I think that's a fair again. It's quite hard to get going with, isn't it? As Q said, yeah, it's very. She said. And then John Cleese gave a look. Um, uh, meanwhile, all unnecessary. Uh, back in Korean Cornwall. Uh, Bond and Jinx are uh, reading the script of a carry-on film. We return. Well, it has to come out sometime or other. It's a perfect fit. And I have another element of unsatisfaction with this scene. Okay. How uncomfortable would it be to try and shag on a pile of diamonds? (laughs) What is wrong with a bloody bed? (laughs) There wasn't a bed in the little shrine place that they were in, so... You still wouldn't have laid down a whole lot of bumpy diamonds. It's just like, oh, that's got right on my crack. Maybe that was the idea. It's like, okay, here's the diamonds back, apart from the ones that are up my crack. <laughs> well, they could have sorted all of that out after they'd shagged. It's just <laughs> wrong. I mean, even when, like, she put his arm around her, they're all, like, stuck to her arm. It's just like, oh, that's got a pinch. <laughs> Leave you all bubbly. Leave you all bumpy. <laughs> So, and that was the end of... Die. Another, Another day. day. Overall thoughts, Fiona? Loved it. You loved it? Loved it. Okay. I've seen it has a very bad reputation, this film. I think there are three things that if they changed, if they didn't do what they changed, um, would make it a far, far better film, which are the invisible car, yeah. the Icarus suit. Yeah, that's too Marvel again. And improving the dialogue. As in witty quips? Yes, uh, as in taking out half the witty quips or three quarters of the witty quips and putting in actual dialogue mm-hmm. instead. And I think that would make this film good because there are some bits of it that are really good. Some ideas, like the, the idea of escaping from the plane that's coming apart, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I do I do like that. So, yes. So, shall we play then our traditional games of, first of all, let's talk about the... Uh, well, for those who might be worried that there's an absence of... TV listings chat in yes in the podcast from previously. Um, I did miss it. Did, I know you did. I can see what you did. Don't worry, TV listings chat will return. But to be frank, um, Die Another Day premiered in October two thousand and four, and TV listings were pretty dull then. It was all bargain hunt and prime time and stuff like that. So um, we decided not to do it. So there you go. But don't panic. It'll be back. It'll be back. So this is um, which is the best poster for Die Another Day. Let me see. Okay. So we have a gun. Describe. On, describe. A gun smoking on ice. Mm-hmm. This is the teaser poster. Uh, James Bond looking beady at you with mm-hmm. a gun. Oh, Jinx doing similar looking beady at you with a gun. Oh, and then Gustav Graves just looking menacingly at you. And then Miranda Frost. In her pyjamas. In her pyjamas. According to you. Well, they are quite sexy. And then Diamond Manny. Zow. Now you think, if you were trying to make yourself anonymous, mm-hmm. 
you take the diamonds out of your face first. Yeah, well, you, you were at the clinic to do that, and then they ruined it. No, they but I think up. they would have done all of that before changing his DNA. No, yeah. changing his eye colour and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Then there's the two of them looking at guns. These are very exciting posters, are they? <laughs> and they're looking, angle. Like, oh, here we go. And that's them looking at their out here guns, and you got Miranda and Zell. They're and kind of Gustav looking through an ice, broken ice. Yes. Thing and some little, little pictures. Well, that's a similar one, but portrait. Mm-hmm. Ooh. This is an Indian poster. Has the same picture of Bond, um, but no Jinx this time. Well, Jinx is over here. There are some pictures of Jinx, but she's not like front and center as she is in the in, no. the, in the western. Uh, and then there's bits of ice with, with other um, characters other and pictures. And mm-hmm. This is Japan. Japan, where they have um, red instead of blue background, and they have everyone kind of with weapons. Like Coming a, out of James Bond. Like a bouquet. Mm-hmm. Oh, similar kind of effect. Oh, we've got James Bond coming out of James Bond there. Mm-hmm. And another one. In fact, they're all James Bond, aren't they're they? They're all James Bond. This time. I don't like the warpness of that. Okay. Um, so which is the best one? Which is the best one? I like... The winner? Which is the best one? That one. Which is the best one. That is the portrait British um, poster uh, with them um, shooting through the sort of hole in the ice and the little pictures in the in the bits of ice. Yes. I like the James Bonds all coming out of James Bond. Do you? Yeah. That's my favourite one, that one. I think that's cool. I think if they weren't cool. so looking at the back of a spoon, it would have been better. Oh, yeah, they're quite distorted. Yeah. Especially this one's leg. Yeah. And this one's gun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then the next game that we play is... Did the compilers of the James Bond 55th anniversary postcard set pick the right postcards for Die Another Day? There are three this time. Which three images from this film would you choose? Um, One's always the postcard. Well, the ice. 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 Baby. Ice. That's all I'm giving you. Ice. Okay, just a picture of ice. <laughs> or them smashing through ice or something like that. Oh, that poster? Yeah. Um, you are correct. Yay! I that win the game. That is poster. What else would you put in? Um, I would put in... What else? Um, Zhao. Zhao, okay. That's one of your two. What's the other one of your two? Graves. Zhao and Graves. Yeah. Not Jinx. Oh, yeah, there is that... Um, coming out of the coming sea and the sea. Yeah, obviously. I've forgotten about that, but it didn't quite make such an impression on me as it did you. <laughs> and not the invisible car. Ah. Uh, rubbish. 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 Okay, but you didn't think the film was rubbish. You thought the film was good. I did. Okay. Well, then, in that case, it's time to roll the dice so that we can see what our next uh, Bond treat will be every time. <laughs> what we're doing. There we go. Da, 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 da. Four. Okay. Let's watch that trailer. Only one man could destroy a Caribbean island. Only one man would drive a car with an ejection seat. Only one man can turn off an atomic bomb, blow up a volcano, hold a helicopter in a suitcase, a rocket on his back, artillery in one hand, and a beautiful woman in the other. Only one man. Who are you? My name is Bond. James Bond. He's back. Sean Connery as James Bond, 007, in Ian Fleming's Diamonds Are Forever. 
East Fact. In the diamond fields of South Africa, in the casinos of Las Vegas, on an offshore drilling rig, and 180 miles in space, Sean Connery as James Bond is back. And he's bigger than ever in the newest, greatest Bond adventure of them all. Diamonds are forever. Diamonds are forever. From United Artists, rated GP, may contain material not suitable for pre-teenagers. Diamonds are forever, 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 forever. So it's going to be... Diamonds are forever! 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 Brilliant. As much as I like dying on the day, I'm actually quite looking forward to getting to an old proper... Proper bond. Chocolatey. Proper bond. Diamonds are for Diamonds are forever! Bank holiday I quite like the weird Christmas element to the trailer as well. To the trailer, yes. Did you notice that... The sort of Bond silhouette that walked into the gun barrel was holding Christmas presents that he threw away when he turned and shot. No, I didn't like ah, that. See? Very good. Yeah. So, you've just said that you liked um, Die Another Day, but I'm looking forward to getting on with the proper Bond. Proper, proper Bond. bond. Uh, so, but where would you put Die Another Day in the uh, oh. list of Bond films so far? Give me the, See, you don't write out the titles. Uh, did I put Quantum Solace at the top? Is it better than Quantum Solace? What are these ones? Casino Royale 2006 with Daniel Craig. I do like Daniel Craig. Thunderball. I think it goes above Thunderball. Oh my gosh. So at this point, when we're mm, quite far through, you think Die Another Day is the third best Bond film of all. Certainly, you could not be uh, accused of following the herd. <laughs> Other than by putting proper Casino Royale at the very bottom, when as we all know it should be at the very top. Uh, but that's it so anything so, else can I just ask uh-huh. how many Bond films are there uh, well the next one's going to be 25 so 24 could look at me as if I meant to know that uh, <laughs> as, if, as any fool know 1, so we're over halfway yes that's yes. all I'm trying to yes, say we're over halfway <laughs> Yes, we can safely say that. Um, so, uh, do you have anything more to add? No. Okay. Well, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, you can do so uh, by email at quantumofmisses, that's mrs, at gmail.com, or on Twitter using the handle at quantumofmisses, again, mrs. Uh, but with no more, if there's nothing else to do, no. all we join, say is... Join us next time when there'll be a little bit of him. And a quantum of misses. Bye! Bye.